Hi and welcome to a demo of the dot pad from dot incorporated and of course I'm talking about the braille graphics display so that's 300 by 300 pins and then at the bottom of that graphics display for braille you have a 20 cell braille display and then just quickly in between the graphics display for braille and the braille display 20 cell you've got some operation keys to operate the device at the moment i'm assuming when it's only in braille display mode or that's what it seems to do at the moment so before i get on to some applications and that sort of stuff for the use of the dot pad let me just give you a physical description of it first so you know what it quite looks like so it's currently sitting on my desk it's actually to the right of me at the moment because i've actually got my ipad in front of me then i'm running an application on to show you and of course i've got my macbook behind that uh, with the mixer running to do the recording all right so the dot pad itself so think about it as a very large ipad so if i was going to have a I guess at a big big iPad I would say this one's probably about a 15 or 17 inch iPad because um, the iPad itself uh, let's say 11 inch that would fit on the braille graphics display area okay so that's where the braille appears but around that braille display graphics area you've got a very generous edge and the nice thing about that edge which goes around all the sides um, it's a bit thinner at the front next to the braille display, but it goes around all sides, back, left and right hand edge. Now, if I was to put my fingers on either the left hand edge or the right hand edge, I can put three of my fingers, sorry, four of my fingers in a row. So, and probably the back edge, let me just have a look. The back edge is not so, yeah, the back edge is not so deep. Um, that's probably three fingers and of course the front edge near the braille display I'd say it's just under two fingers wide all right so like I said a very generous edge on the left and right hand side and what I like about that is that when I'm feeling the braille graphics display area I can actually rest my palm quite happily on the left or right hand side of the braille display so I'm not pushing down on the braille display graphics area and nor am I pushing down on the very thin plastic membrane that covers the braille graphics display area and also the 20 cell braille display and of course that's to prevent dust and general moisture getting into the braille display and mucking up the works all right so so braille displays on top in the middle like I said 300 by 300 braille pins on each side of that braille display area for graphics going down the left hand side and this is just inside those big left and right hand edges onto the same level as where the braille displays itself because it's indented you've got one two three four five six seven eight nine tactile markers on either side of the braille graphics display area which of course means that this system can display 10 lines of braille because what you've got to think about is to produce graphical braille they put up all the pins okay to do the the nice lines and shading and, and all that sort of stuff whereas when they do multiple line 
Braille Display stuff via a, an app at the moment, which I'll get to in, in a while. Then what they do, they, they drop a row of pins, if you like, in between each row. Then you can then read it like a normal Braille page with a nice gap in between each line. All right, so that's the sort of the top face around the Braille display for the graphics area. And like I mentioned in the beginning, you do have function buttons between it and the Braille display. Now, to make this easier, I'm just going to go outside in. So the two outside buttons, which are as arrow keys, are your previous and next item buttons. Of course, we're talking about voiceover. The two buttons inside that, which are now oval shaped, are your previous and next panning buttons. So that pans the 20 cell Braille display. And then the two inner buttons, which are also oval shaped. At the moment, there are on the left hand side, the one there is your home button and the one on the right hand side. So basically third from the right, if I was doing it that way, is your activate or perform action button. So i.e. in voiceover terms, one finger double tap. Right, so if I was going to go left to right, if I've just confused you, we have previous item, previous pan, home, activate, next pan, next item. All right, and then as I said, there's a, then the 20 cell Braille display in front of that. What they've done is because we've got the continuation of the edge and the, on the left and right hand side, then when you come to put your fingers down on the Braille display, which again is an indented like the graphics Braille display area, the Braille display itself starts two fingers indented in from the left-hand edge and ends two fingers indented in from the right-hand edge. And then you've just got the straight 20-cell Braille display. And there's no markers on the Braille display. So you know, like many Braille displays, you see dots at you know, 5, 10, 15, 20. There's no markers like that and nor is there any auto cursoring buttons than we have on quite a different braille display so really i think you can imagine this thing as being a graphics braille display first and a refreshable braille display second because that braille display does do other things when you're using graphics but as you can also use it as a refreshable braille display itself in its own right the 20 cell version on the bottom not the graphics display area at the moment all right, so that's the top face. I feel like I've been there for a long time. On the right-hand side, if we start from the back and come forward, we have a USB-C port for charging. And then coming forward again, we have a slide switch. And when that slide switch is closest to me, it means the unit's off. When it's further away from me, it means it's on. On the left-hand side, and yes, we're getting very close to the end of this stuff, physical description, on the left-hand side, probably in the same line as I'm taking my finger right across as the USB port, as the USB-C port on the right-hand side. On the left-hand side, we have a host USB-C port, and of course, that's connected to a personal computer, whether it's um, a Windows or a Mac computer. And the rest of the left-hand side is blank. Front side's blank, as in the front edge, and the back edge is blank. Now, underneath the dot pad itself right at the back you've got this very nice raised generous area which contains the built-in non-replaceable by user rechargeable battery so that forms a very nice edge and what it does it raises the dot pad up in an angle 
so it literally angles from the back where it's higher because of the battery down towards the front where literally it's just on the desk remembering that on all four corners so two at the back on the battery compartment if you like and two at the front you have rubber feet to stop the unit sliding on a desk pretty simple layout braille graphics area on top six keys braille display at the front left and right hand side you've got a usb-c port for host on the left usb-c port for power on the right and then you've got the on off selector switch and just before we start demoing i will tell you though that those six keys are also programmable so like all braille displays that have keyboards or buttons um, most of the time you can go into voiceover settings braille and into the more info about the device and change the buttons that the braille display uses in this case the dot pad all right that's enough of the uh, good old physical description so the first thing i want to show you before i get to the dot canvas app to create and download and display diagrams and pictures in braille on the graphics braille display is of course using it as a braille display all right so first of all you would definitely need to of course go into settings accessibility voiceover braille turn the unit on with that slide switch on the right hand side it will come up with dot pad and then the number of the dot pad and double tap on that to connect it to the dot pad i am now going to do a home function facetime okay and i'm back to facetime come out of settings back to facetime on my ipad mini home screen so what happens with all the icons on all of the home screens is that when you're flicking left and right or moving with the you know far left and far right previous and next item buttons you will also get not only the name of the icon on the 20 cell brother spread in the bottom which is currently facetime you heard voiceover say that but you'll also get a tactile image of the icon in braille on the graphics braille display area now what i've been told by cider colleagues it doesn't look exactly like the icons in reality but it's a close approximation all right so i'm just going to press the far right button on the dot pad itself to go to the next item calendar wednesday the 5th of april Okay, that's where I'm doing the recording and on the braille display it just says calendar Wednesday and of course if I wanted to read the rest of it I could just press the next panning button which is the second in from the right remember and now it says 05 April and then if I press the panning button again to the right photos it's going to go to the next item okay because I just panned it and it can't go anywhere else so it's going to go to the next item if I want to go back I'm going to press the far left button or the right arrow on the left hand side of those group of six keys or buttons calendar wednesday the 5th of april now my favorite icon i've actually got two of these so i'm going to press right arrow photos camera and i am waiting for that icon on the braille display to update as well you might have noticed that when i'm pressing right arrow when i'm pressing the right arrow key on the dot pad itself contacts and I'll show you why in a minute. Clock, 9.49 a.m. Okay, so here we have clock. And of course, on the braille display, it says clock, 
9.49 a.m. Now, there's this really cute tactile, and I don't know how close this is to the real clock icon, but it feels really, really nice. It's actually really cool to feel. All right, so I'm going to go to my next one that I, I love to watch love to actually have a feel of and I'm going to press right arrow again or the far right button maps home six new items reminders news stocks TV iTunes store app store books now remember every time you hear that noise it's both the graphics braille display updating and the refreshable braille display updating so again at the moment on the graphics braille display i've got a you know a representation icon of the icon for books and on the braille display of course it says books so i'm going to keep pressing right out to get my Settings. favorite one two new items page one of four adjustable and by the way, page one of whatever, and um, for in this case, doesn't come up on the brightest display because I'm assuming there's no graphic. Dog. Messages. Seven and red messages. Okay, so messages is so this stylized square with an open bottom. Um, and then you've got a round circle in front of it. And then you've got sort of this little protruding bit down the bottom left hand side which I'm assuming from a visual point of view, maybe just means sort of bubbles coming out of a message or bubbles coming out of something. So it, it is really cool. So basically, whatever icon you, you go to on your home screens will have some sort of representation. Now, remember when you're now using a graphic Braille display, in this case, the dot pad, I've turned, down, turned on all the Braille options that I can get my hands on for using a graphic Braille display now. So if I do a two-finger rotate, on my iPad. Invert Braille. Okay, I'm now on Invert Braille. Now, remember the icon on the Braille display hasn't changed. It's still sitting on Messages, and the Braille display is still saying Doc Messages 7, all right, because I'm now using VoiceOver Rotor. But Braille vertical remember, pad. Invert Braille. That's also coming up on the Braille display, but it's going away because I've got my messages on the Braille display set to a certain number. All right, so you can, maybe you can certainly extend that. So, actions. Go away, Act come back. Invert Braille. So, invert Braille is going to do exactly what you think it's doing. Let me just do that now. Click Inverted. <laughs> so, now, oh, this was really cool. I've now got the whole Braille display with all the dots up except for the the actual line drawing, if you like, of the actual icon. So now it's all inverted. In fact, I like feeling this a lot better than I feel like the normal way around. So let me just make sure Invert where I braille. am. Actions. Activate. Um, Invert Braille. I just rotated right then back to left. I'm going to turn it back off again. Standard. Okay, and I'm back to the bore old stand right here. That's boring. Uh, actually, no, it's still nice. Right, so I'm going to rotate to the left again. Braille vertical pan. Braille vertical pan, pan. I'm not going to play with that one at the moment. Braille horizontal pan. Braille horizontal pan. Braille line thickness. Braille line thickness. Rotate to the left again. Braille zoom. Braille zoom. Two finger right to the left again. Navigation style. Flat. And I'm back to navigation style. So remember those braille ones. You'll need to turn them on in your voiceover writer. So again, that's settings, accessibility, voiceover settings. And then go into your writer settings and you can, you know, flick down where you've got character, word, all that sort of stuff that you can check on and on or select on and off. And you need to turn on all those braille options because they won't come on by themselves. 
Cool. All right. Uh, and remember to that you might have saw at the moment. There's not. There's nothing about um, dot height at the moment. So the the pins are either up or down. There's no sort of this you know half height thing jig happening at the moment where you can sort of get gradients of um, of braille happening. It doesn't do that at the moment. And I must say that the pins that come up to do all these lines are very close together. Now, remember I was saying I was waiting for those icons to basically appear on the braille display because if I do this, let me just press the button on the braille display far left hand side. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to press it. I don't know. I'm going to press it five times. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so I'm now on the iTunes store. So VoiceOver says I'm on that. The browser display says I'm on page one of four. Because what happens is the browser display is not keeping up with the voiceover speech. That's the problem. So that's why I was waiting for the icons to update. So if I flick back to the left now. TV. Now the browser display is back to normal again because it's actually gone on to TV now so that's right so it does tend to correct itself but it really likes at the moment at least to like the graphics display to be updated you can refresh the braille display but I find it doesn't change its focus it's only refreshing the braille display itself so that the reason why I'm showing you this stuff is because these things that are currently happening I know are dependable I know exactly what the braille display is doing because I've been using this for about three or four weeks now and I understand what it's doing and what it's not doing. So it just means there needs to be a driver update. So I'm not going to show you much more about the Braille display because literally I see the Braille display as a secondary function to the main graphics Braille display area, which I want to show you now with the dot canvas. Okay, now a bit of a warning here. You can't currently use the dot pad as both a Braille display with voiceover and with the dot canvas app as a Braille display at the same time. So if you have been using it as a Braille display, you will have to go into voiceover settings, go into Braille, go into more and then disconnect or unpair the dot pad from your device. In this case, it's my iPad. Another little trick I found is do not leave the dot pad on. Um, if you do that, um, after you've okayed it for un un unpairing, it'll unpair and then it'll reconnect again. All right, so the trick is unpair it, turn off the dot pad, and then you'll hear the traditional bloop sound which VoiceOver makes when it actually doesn't connect to a braille display anymore. The braille display is turned off, and then you're fine. So I'm going to flick to the right. My drawing. Button. About the left. Create canvas. Button. So create canvas, of course, which what it sounds like. I can draw on a canvas of the iPad or the iPhone, uh, and it comes up on the uh, on the and it comes up on the dot pad graphics area. I flip to the right again. My drawing. Button. My drawing. Now I've logged in as a guest at the moment because when I've been logging in sometimes as me with a username and password, it sometimes forgets me. Um, and then I have to reset it, and sometimes it seems not to reset properly. So um, otherwise, if I could log in normally with my user ID and password, um, I would actually get to a thing called dot drive, which allows me to actually demonstrate other things to you, like pre-prepared tactile drawings on animals, icons, mathematics, technology, science, etc. 
So I can't do that at the moment, but what I'm going to show you is exactly the same pose that you would do anyway, because the last two things I can remember drawing before I lost my sight was a drawing of a cat and a drawing of a table with a beach umbrella above it and two chairs on either side. So I'm going to flick to the right. Setting. Button. Oh, I've gone past. <laughs> my drawing. There's Button. my drawing. It should be my drawings, but never mind. You have moved to the my drawing. My signature. 2023 a.m. 11 hours, 34 minutes, and 35 seconds. Okay, so that's what I've called the file. So if it's the right again. My signatures menu button. Button. And you've got two of these icons. You've got the name of the file if you want to print it, and then you've got some other options under the second option. So again, if I look to the right. Umbrella table chairs, 2023 a.m. 11 hours, 50 minutes, okay, and 3 seconds. Umbrella table chairs. If it's the right again. Umbrella table chairs is menu button. So I'm not going to show you what's under the menu one. Let me just double tap on that menu. And you have been moved there, to the umbrella table chairs as menu. Delete. I button. can delete it. Exit. Exit. Button. If I've kept it back to the left, edit. Button. It landed on edit. Possible I just text. didn't say it. Edit. Okay. So I don't want to do any of that. I'm going to just Del do exit. Click to the right to exit. And you have moved to the my drawing. My signature. 2023 My signature's menu button. Umbrella table chairs. Okay. So now I'm on the first part of that item 50 minutes for, and three you know, seconds the table chair umbrella one and i'm just going to double tap on it selected print straight umbrella away table to the graphics display. 2023 you have been moved to the umbrella table chairs as preview screen there is an print button play tts button and a exit button okay print. so now button. i have my very cute drawing of an umbrella at the top and that's coming down with its little umbrella stand onto the top of the table the table itself is my image of a, you know, a typical outdoor table, which has been, it, it, it's a fold-up table. It has one leg on either side, but coming in at an angle to each end of the table to sort of form a little cross underneath the table. And of course, on, on the left-hand side of the table and on the right-hand side of the table, there's your little traditional chairs, you know, with the high back on it, the seat and the, the two legs underneath it. So that's really cool. Now, if I flick on the screen. Play TTS button. You can actually add a description to the diagram because I find as a blind person, if I listen to a diet, if I touch a diagram, sometimes depending on how complicated it is, it doesn't make sense to me until I have some rough idea what it's supposed to be. So I'm gonna double tap that now. Play TTS. No description. Oh, there you go. I didn't put a description. There. So this is where I could go back in, back up and go through that menu and go into edit and actually add a description for the actual uh, for the actual diagram. But in this case, I know what it is. So I flick to the left. Print. Button. And I could just print it again if I really wanted to. So let, let's go back. I'm just going to flick. Exit. Exit. Double tap on exit. Selected. Umbrella table chairs. 2023 so 03 4 a.m. 11 hours. Let me flick back to the left. My signatures menu button. My signature, 2023 Selected. My signature, 2023 You have been moved to my signature's preview screen. Now it's really weird because I literally wrote my signature exactly the same way that I've always been writing it on bits of paper. This is the first time I've been able to fill it in reality. And I didn't realize that when I do my signature, I didn't realize that my initials were squished up so much to each other. And I didn't realize the lower part of the D always stuck a lot further down. So I thought, oh, that's really what my signature looks in real life. So even from that point of view, it was really nice to look at it. So this time, if I come back to my iPad 
and I flip to the right. Play TTS button. Play TTS again. Play TTS. My signature. There you go. That was the TTS because I actually typed in where typed in my signature. Now I'm pretty sure the buttons on the brow display don't work in this part. So let me just press left item. Nope, right item. Any key. Let's try second, third, fourth. No, nothing's changing. Cool. All right, so they're not doing anything at the moment. That's fine. All right, let us do a drawing. Exit. Rather than Button. having uh, listened to my previous done ones already. Back. So Button. Back. You connected to the dot pad 320A underscore CC9A. Okay, it has so been moved to the main screen of dot canvas. Create canvas. And create canvas. Button. One finger double tap. Create canvas. Dot canvas. You have moved to the drawing screen. Draw mode button is disabled. When drawing mode is disabled, no drawing is drawn in the drawing area. Draw mode button. Okay, now this is another big hint besides turning on voiceover off with the braille display connected to having voiceover not connected to the actual dot pad as a braille display. If you don't turn drawing mode on on the canvas, when you touch on the drawing canvas area on the iPad or your iPhone, it's not going to work. Okay, so the focus is actually currently on the drawing button. Remember, nothing's still, nothing's coming up on the brow display. This is pu purely via speech. So double tap on that. Selected. Draw mode. Okay, and if I was to flick back left and right, we're literally on a toolbar at the moment with print and so on. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch towards the top of my iPad screen, which is why I'm using my iPad in, in landscape mode, because I've got more room. And then as I draw, you'll hear the traditional type sound as you're dragging your finger around. I'm going to draw a little sailboat. Okay, so I'm going to draw a sailboat. So I'm going to touch the top of the screen. Canvas. You're to go. So now I'm going to do one sail. So I'm literally just moving my finger around. So that's the left triangle for the sail. I'm going to take my finger up again. I'm just going to tell you something that's happening in a minute when I finish doing this. Okay, that's the, the top of the mast. I'm going to go up slightly over to the left. So I just the right. And then go across and back up as an angle. That's my right sail. Come back to the middle, bring my finger down, going down. And then I'm going to draw the base of the boat. So going left, going right. And then I'm going to come down and around, coming back to the left. And going back up as an angle to hopefully connect my line that was at the top of the boat underneath the mast. So now the reason why I said hopefully, it be because on the brow display, nothing's happening. Okay, so there is no live mode. I can't have one finger on the iPad, in this case, in the dot canvas area drawing, and the other hand on the the tactile part of the actual graphics braille display. Again, that's going to be fixed in the future, but at the moment there's no live. If I want to see what I've drawn so far, if I want to feel what I've drawn so far, I've got to come down to the toolbar. Now, at, again, at the moment, I found this toolbar really hard to activate because... You've got to drag your finger up from the bottom of the screen. And if you're not careful, you can activate a voiceover function, of course, or you get back into the dot canvas. Because that's why undo. I need access. So let's undo. Drag my finger to the right. Still nothing. Damn it. Flick to the right. Canvas. Nope. It's gone off Undo. Again. Clear all. Print. Ah. Button. Double tap on print, print. before it goes away. Dimmed. Sure, and now it's printing my picture of a boat. So at the moment, let me see. 
Yeah, I got the, the two triangles back to front for the, the jib and the mains. That's cool. The mast coming down. Now let me see how those lines went. So the top of the boat, yes, it does equal the bottom of the mast. Um, okay, let me go to the right to the bow. Yes, coming down underneath the bow. Yes, coming across. And then back up again. And I was probably about one fingertip away from joining the stern of the boat to the line that I draw across the top of the boat uh, for the deck. That didn't quite line up. But since I was doing that from a bit of a spatial point of view, with not being able to see what I was doing on the screen, that's not a bad, that's not a bad item. Okay. So now for a sighted person, it's fine. The, the toolbar is just there. You just touch it and, and away you go. But for a, a screen we're using for doing voiceover, you're going to find it a little bit on the frustrating side. Now, again, that needs to be worked on by um, Dot Incorporator, which I'm sure they're doing. All right, so I am going to, let me think. I think I'm just going to go out of that. I'm not going to try and get to the toolbar. So I'm going to do my normal voiceover home. App switcher, dot canvas, oh, active. Oh, in that case, I went too far up and Actions I got switcher. I'm just going to close the dot pad. Close dot canvas. There we go. Closing dot, dot canvas. Close the dot canvas, App I switcher. say. Settings, current action, close okay. setting. Now, interestingly, <laughs> and this should not have happened. So interestingly, at the moment, when I'm going across my um, app switcher, you know, the dock on the app switcher, it's coming up on the Braille display. It should not be doing that because I told it to disconnect from it. Um, that's weird. So let me just go back to the home screen again. FaceTime. Uh, nope, it's reconnected. <laughs> so... Click to the right. Calendar. Wednesday, the 5th of April. Uh, yeah. No, it's reconnected again. It should not be doing that. Um, it should have stayed disconnected. And that's what I've been finding <clears throat> when I've been doing my testing all along. Um, it's really hard to stop this thing reconnecting as a, as a Bluetooth Braille display to voiceover on the iPad um, or my iPhone for that matter. Uh, and again, remember, I'm using the iPad mini. So... You know, if I want to connect as a braille display, yes, I would go and reconnect it, but it shouldn't reconnect straight away because, of course, if I go back into dot canvas, let's try this. Open dot canvas. Dot canvas. You have been moved to the login screen. Login as a password. Log. Forgot. Create an account. Guest login. But guest login. It has been moved to the main screen of dot canvas. Create canvas. Because I but reckon. Set. Log out. Log out. Setting. Button. We're not going to find the dot pad anymore. You have moved to the setting back. Exit. Connect. Button. Connect. Go to Screen's settings. All right place. First. Yep. So it's coming up with a warning about disconnecting it, but it reconnected itself. Um, and I've got that information on the 20 cell braille display as well. So I, I need to go back into voiceover settings, back into braille, back into the dot pad itself, disconnect it, turn it off. Um, after you've unpaired it and then turn it back on again and then go and use the, the dot canvas. Um, so that's, yeah, that's that's a really fiddly thing at the moment. And again, hopefully it'll be fixed in the future. But I thought I'd just let you, you know that's doing that, um, just so you don't get caught out. Um, dot Incorporators has already said to me that the dot canvas app and their website is from a purely, in some ways, a sighted point of view. It's not fully... 
screen reader friendly at the moment. It's more aimed at teachers, support staff, and so on. So again, hopefully again in the future, particularly this year, um, they're doing more work on the dot canvas app, particularly the live mode and the toolbar down the bottom. And then also the live drawing mode from the dot pad, from the dot canvas app onto the braille graphics part of the dot pad. Anyway, that will do me for the moment. So as I always say in all my demos, thanks again for listening and bye for now.